I was at a friend's house uh, a week or two ago, and she, she, once a year she has a bunch of priests come over. She's got a pool, and so we kind of hang out all day. And she has a, um, her, her son, or grandson is um, about one year old, if that. And she said that he was taking these swimming lessons at one year old. And I thought, really? One, one years old and he can swim, huh? And then she said, yeah, it's crazy though. So they take the kid and they throw the kid into the water. And I thought, this is like old school. Like, didn't, was anybody taught how to swim like that? I'm so sorry. Like, that's horrible. <laughs> like the old school days, they would throw the kid in the water and just, they would learn how to swim. So um, I watched the video of this and the, uh, the, the person training, the, her, her kid was six months old and uh, she took the little infant, picked him up, threw him in the pool. And I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. Kid goes into the water. He's under the water for maybe five, six, seven, eight, nine seconds, and he figures out how to get up, and he goes like this, and he floats. And then the next lesson is she does it again, throws him in, he figures out a float, and then he, she picks him up by the legs and does a flip with him, and he goes back in the water, and uh, same thing, begins to swim, and before you know it, it floats. But then he turns, swims a couple times, floats, rests, and then gets to the edge of the pool. It's six months old. So I was researching this to see what kind of like lessons are these. And uh, it turns out that they're called infant self-rescue. And uh, this got viral on TikTok uh, a little while ago because a mother put this on TikTok without any explanation. And people were calling her out saying that she's the worst mother in the world. She got death threats, all these kind of things from other parents. And what you don't see about that video is that there are weeks and weeks and weeks of training that the child goes through little by little by little until they are ready at that point to be thrown into the water and uh, can swim to the side. And the whole point of that is that um, the highest rate of mortality for infants is drowning. The number one reason infants might die is because of drowning. So that's why mothers do that. So as I, I was pray, praying with the gospel this, uh, for this Sunday, thinking about Peter, the storm, you got all these storms going on. The disciples are in the boat, they're terrified, um, and before you know it, they see this ghost off in the distance, and they, they call out and realize that it's Jesus. So Jesus comes near, and he invites Peter, or Peter says, command me to come to you. I thought that was interesting. He says, command me to come to you. And so Jesus says, come. And so Peter gets out of the boat, starts to walk on water, and then he's terrified because of the wind and he begins to sink. And what does the Lord do? He reaches out his hand, he pulls him up, and then he takes him back to the boat. So the two of them are taken back to the boat together. So a few things that I'd like to focus on from this is first of all, when, when this happened, Jesus was in the mountains praying. So he sent them off into the boat, into the water, and then he went to God the Father, and he spent the whole night in prayer. He probably knew what the disciples were going through because he controls all of this. He probably knew that they were going into this wind and rain and uh, you know, this terrifying experience, but he also knew that they were in the boat. And not only that, but he knew that he, if he came to them in the darkest time, the time where it seemed like they were in the most disarray, that he could save them. 
So first of all, I think it's good that we realize that Jesus spent time in prayer even while all this was going on. He was with the Father. And I think the lesson we can learn from that is for all of us, the primary thing that we can do in our lives, and I always tell this to married couples when they're getting married to children, uh, parents that are having their children baptized, the best thing that we can do in our life to love our families is to pray. So Jesus took time away from them, went up to the mountain, and prayed. And maybe your children are going through difficult times, or your families are going through difficult times, or your friends. It's okay to pray. Like, they're going to be okay. And they're going to be okay because of our prayer before the Father. So first and foremost, when our, our lives are, are in all these storms, is to go and pray. So I think the most powerful place that we have to pray is before the Blessed Sacrament here. So Jesus is present in this tabernacle, body, blood, soul, and divinity, and we can be in his presence and trust that he's, everything else is going to be okay. The second thing is that um, when they're out in the, uh, in the sea and it's getting the worst it can get, it's called the fourth watch of the night. So the fourth watch of the night you divide the day into four hours, into uh, four times. The fourth watch of the night is the darkest period of the night before the sun rises. And so that's when Jesus came to them. In our lives, there will be times that seem to be very dark. In our world, there will be times that seem to be very dark. But when things get the darkest, that is when Jesus will appear into our lives. And so take courage of that. If you're feeling any darkness in your life, in your world, that Jesus comes to us in the darkness. And the third and final thing is if we sink, if we begin to sink because of fear and we call out to him, Lord, save us, what will he do? He will reach his hand out to us and pull us out of that. And so just call out to the Lord, Lord, save us. Lord, save me. But the interesting thing is he brings Peter back to the boat. He doesn't walk with him on water at that point. He brings him back to the boat. So the boat has always been symbolic of the church. And so we're gathered here in a church, and some churches are kind of shaped like a boat intentionally. And the idea is that throughout our weeks, we face all kinds of storms, all kinds of difficulties, all kinds of unexpected things and terrifying things and horrible things. But every week, he brings us back to the boat. He brings us here into the church where we are safe. And over and over in our lives, if we come back to this boat every Sunday, if we come back to our Lord every Sunday, he's teaching us little by little how to endure. He's teaching us little by little that when we get thrown into the storms of life, when we sink into the water, just like that little child who learned lesson by lesson to turn his face to the top, he's teaching us how to survive with him. So this Sunday as we come together, we come with that great confidence that if we call out to the Lord, he will save us. We come to him in this church where there is at least once a week, one hour a week, a place where we are safe place that we are with him and then after mass today he's going to send you back out into the storm and then we'll come back again next sunday and regroup so i invite you just to realize that prayer is so important and that we can actually 
be doing more in prayer than we can trying to fix everybody else's life. Prayer is so important. The second is if we begin to find ourselves drowning, call out to him. And the third is just to remember he wants to bring us back to the boats. He wants to bring us back to the church. He wants to bring us back to the Eucharist every Sunday.